folks, welcome back to the Fit and Fab channel, the Nutritious channel, the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio. We're your host, Hurricane Age. As you can see, we're going to be all over the place with this particular topic today. And my guest is going to drive us into a journey where we want to live healthier, longer, happier, fit, you know, with, with all the stuff. And we're going to talk nutrition, fitness, metabolism, energy, you name it. My guess is going to drive us, you know, there and take us into that journey and her journey as well. So with me, I have, uh, you know, it's funny because she has an interesting name. So <laughs> she's a nutritious uh, a nutrition coach pharmacist. So that's that's a mouthful. There's a lot of companies, nutrition, there's coaching, and there's pharmacy, which means we're talking about how to be better, right? But there's a lot of stuff. So with me, I have Amy Wilson. Amy, welcome to the show. I'm thrilled to be here. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm really excited. All right. All right. Well, listen, I'm excited as well. This is going to be fun. And I, I, I watch your stuff. I follow you. And I, I enjoyed the the, the, the the posts that you have and the the, the clips and the, the discussions you've already had with other, you know, talk show hosts and things like that. Uh, and, and really, you know, it is a very serious you know, discussion because health is wealth. We hear that all the time but how to get there, right? And and there's a lot of pieces that go into this. Now, this is not my first fitness or nutrition show, but I can tell you every one of those shows comes with a you know similar stuff, but different stuff at the same time. There's always new things we learn. There's always a different angle to this and there's not one way. So, so first things first, let's talk about your story because there is a story that got you into this and that's important. So let's talk about that, Amy. Well, there's a huge story. I have been in fitness since I was 17 to age myself. It started back in the eighties, uh, leg warmers, big hair, leotards. Yeah. I, I taught that kind of stuff. So I taught fitness, uh, high, low, which was called back in the day. It was kind of like the Jane Fonda era. And back then we didn't know everything was a low fat craze. That's what we did. And didn't really care about what we ate or how much we ate is that we just knew that fat was the devil and stay away from fat and everything should be fat free, low fat. And we just did cardio all the time. That was what we were told to do. And I love teaching. I was doing it while I was going through pharmacy school and, but it was still using it mainly as trying to stay thin and unfortunately, when I was 29, I blew my back out, was diagnosed as an exercise addict. I'm like, what? Nah, there's no such a thing as exercise addict. And my surgeon at the time looked at me and said, yeah, there is. And I'm like, well, okay, so so what? It's not cigarettes. It's not drugs, not alcohol. How bad is it? Well, bad enough that I blew my back out and took me out of commission. Didn't learn my lesson. You, th you would think I would have, but I didn't because we didn't know much about nutrition that time. We didn't know much about weightlifting. I was going back to what I knew, and that was doing a lot of classes, teaching classes, personal training, and working out with my clients. That was the way to keep myself in shape. Also a pharmacist at that time and still a pharmacist. And so I started looking at nutrition too, because then we started getting out of the fat low fat phase. We start going into South Beach and Adkins and Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig and all this thing. And knowing that there's something else out there along with fitness, because as a pharmacist and a fitness instructor, one of the things that people come up and ask you about is, well, how can I lose weight? And then not only that, 
well, this pill that I saw on Dr. Oz really helped me lose weight or this pill or supplement that somebody else is, is saying that got them to be a size two, does it really work? And I'm like, you know what? I need to have some more education. And you would think healthcare that we're given education in nutrition. Unfortunately, that's not true. Nurses, doctors, pharmacists were really not given a lot of nutritional-wise education. So you have to go out and do it on your own. I went and got several different certifications. I started coaching, but none of them worked for the long term. We were still looking at calories. We were still not really looking at nutrition. Fast forward, I'm hitting my 40s. Things aren't working like they used to. And I can get that with, I get that with both my male and my female clients, both. Agreed. <laughs> right? It's like, when I was, and the guys are great. When I was in my 20s, I just quit beer and I could drop 20 pounds. And it's, that doesn't work anymore. What's going on? And females are the same way. It's like, and then they, and they're saying, why, why isn't what I was doing before it worked, but it doesn't work anymore. So there has to be a reason. Well, a lot of it is because we actually set ourselves up for fail with what we did in our younger years, but we can't blame ourselves because we didn't know any better, but now we do. Now we know how to fix that. At that time, when I, in my forties, I'm like, well, how do I fix this? I'm getting bigger. I'm teaching all these classes. I am working out like crazy and I am not eating and I am getting bigger. This is not fair at all. I mean, let me, let me put my two-year-old on right now and start stomping my feet and have throwing my temper tantrum because it just wasn't fair. What's going on? This is not, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And I was not going to throw my hands up and say, no, th this is it. Might as well. This, I'm going to get the old lady body. I'm going to get that frumpiness. I, I wasn't going to settle for that. So I started really looking into things and I saw some of my friends who are also fitness instructors start really looking good. And not only looking good, but feeling good. And they were doing this program that was called Fast Way to Fat Loss. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I don't think it's going to work, but let me try. This was December 2019. I call it my Hail Mary pass because that's what it was. I was not expecting to work. I didn't even take my before pictures because I thought, what a waste of time. But I will still do this and I will jump in and I'll just, it'll be like another six-week challenge. I just need something to get me started. What I didn't realize was what has been missing was the science. Okay. I'm a scientist. I'm a pharmacist. Science is my middle name. And when I started realizing there's a science behind this, when I started realizing that we have a huge disconnect of what we put in our body, meaning food-wise or not food-wise, and then we also have a huge disconnect as females thinking that we need to do cardio all the time. And it's not cardio that's going to help us. It's muscle that's going to help us. And when I had that aha moment and realized that, oh my gosh, it's food, it's building muscle that's going to help hormones, whether you're male or female, it helps hormones. What you put in your body helps hormones. What you put in your body helps your body that is one big chemical reaction, do all the reactions that you need. It was mind blowing. And then... I started leaning out. I started getting muscle back. I started sleeping better. Aches and pains went away. Migraines went away. And I knew 
that not only was this going on with me, it was going on with other people, it was going on with other instructors, it was going on with other females, going on with their males, that I needed to help them. And at the same time, I'm seeing people in my nursing homes getting younger and younger and younger because I am a board certified geriatric pharmacist who works in nursing homes. And I'm like, no, we have got to stop this. We need to change the narrative that we have to start looking at health, that we have to start looking at disease prevention so that not only do we get to the shape that we want and the body type that we want, but we're also setting our future selves up to live life, to not live in a nursing home, to not live in, a, in with 24-7 care, so that when we're in our 80s and 90s, we are still thriving just as we are in our 40s, 50s, and 60s. So that's the long, short story. <laughs> Well, it's a quite a story. And, you know, like, I was thinking, like, where do I start here? I mean, there's so much there that I need to to break down. But but really, you've touched on quite a bit of things there. I mean, you know, and I'm just going to go from the beginning and then all the way to to the nursing piece, right? You know, well, the first thing is, I mean, you took us back in, in time with all the original programs that were there, you know. And, and listen, everything has merit. That was, like you said, what we knew. And it was still uh, innovative at the time. It was already, like, cutting edge because that's what it was. I mean, of course, society has changed in the way we behave anyways. You know, I mean, if you look back at the 60s and the 50s and, you know, early 70s, you know, people look different, you know, they're just because they were dancing, their food was different, they were out there doing their thing. And then things got worse, you know, over slowly, every decade we get worse and worse. And then it just gotten worse now more than ever. You know, our, you know, behaviors are different. We sit a lot more. We do less more stuff. We do everything remote. We don't move out in the streets. We don't do anything. And the modalities also of, of fitness have changed. And you're right. You talked about the concept of calories, which, which again, calories do. There is a piece of that. But but then again, there's cardio that that usually have been you know kind of like parallel to to calories. You want to lose that, you're gonna build that cardio, and you're just gonna burn the fat. But but today, more than ever, we hear about strength training and muscle building and stuff. Which, in essence, as far as I've learned from a lot of my guests and experts, is that as we age, every decade, we keep losing some of our muscle mass and you know there is no way you can make that a list you actually keep pumping and doing the right thing to your body to build that so there is that so so it is it is amazing that we've we've gone to a system and a lifespan where we've gone too many formalities of how this 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 business of the body is going to work but then the nutrition piece of it has also gone bad i mean we we eat more in the streets uh, fast food, definitely not enough nutrients in the food in general. I mean, there, there's a whole discussion. I mean, I got a whole, you know, picture behind me of a lot of good stuff there that is hopefully all natural, not not GMO business. It's just a picture, folks. But but really, the concept is that our food today, you know, you're not even sure what you get in and what you get in, how you get in, where it is made, what kind of soil, what kind of pesticides and stuff that's on it, and so it's very difficult to cross. But nutrition is a key element. I mean, we need the fuel to our body to do all these things. And then you have to do the exercise that complements that. Now, there is one thing you said, like, you know, in the 40s, male or females, they start changing. So we have menopause for women. I, 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 I'm I, going to, you know, check in this as the first time. We have male opose. <laughs> you know? OT, low testosterone. And that yeah. starts happening because of being sedentary. Yeah. it's I, So we kind of the same time of time frame. Men and it women is. are right through it. Yeah. Absolutely. Now listen, I, I again I can speak to it because I hit my 50 mark and you know, 
you know, the 30s were like, oh, I can say that. Like, I can just drop, you know, like my wife makes fun of me. It's like, I can get ice cream. And the next day I drop two pounds. You know, it doesn't work the same way anymore. <laughs> you get an ice cream. You got to do a few hours of a lot of work and, you know, cut a lot more stuff or do stuff, cut sugar. It's just different. Your body is not the same. No matter how you slice it, you just got to keep up. And, and that's how it is. I mean, we we know today that we can age longer, meaning that it's it's a fact. I mean, today's generations tend to, you know, live a little longer. Now, whatever that, that we can talk about the science behind that, we can talk about whether it's a true thing or a myth. But the fact is, you know, historically people even lived long, but then, I mean, there's, there's, there's different histories that we can talk about from a religious aspect, from the, the, the science aspect, but the bottom line today, what we know, the new generation tends to be expected, you know, to be in the eighties, nineties versus early on. And so, so you and I, we had this the brief discussion. Do we want to live that life where you're really in a nursing home, as you said, care 24 seven, not happy, not doing stuff. And you know, everything is aching and, or, you want to live happy, agile, you know, with vitality until the end. And you're not a burden on anyone, live in your own home, you know, do the activities. And by the way, I do see some some folks today at an advanced age that are doing all that. They dancing, they're happy. I mean, my my background, I'm in the insurance, you know, uh space and I'm I work with the government programs and specifically the senior markets. So I'm actually surrounded with seniors all the time and I'm in senior centers and adult daycare centers. And these are social daycares for fun. And you see these people like really active and those tend to be a lot more healthier and happier and energized than the ones that are in, in sitting in a nursing home, you know, in a wheelchair or something like that. Now, again, obviously there are different conditions, there are diseases, there's, there's things that affect, but it all boils down to what's behind me, the nutrition piece and what you do into your body. Like, you know, do you take, you talked about hormones and the chemical reactions that's going that's a big deal. Now, the funny thing, I mean, you are a pharmacist, literally a pharmacist, really. <laughs> and so so it's another thing that you add to the value, not only your coaching and training and doing all this, but as a pharmacist, you know every single thing about chemistry. I mean, <laughs> you guys, you know, talk molecules and day in, day out. That's like how you play. You know, everything is like which molecules does what and so on and so forth. And it is all, you know, between the supplements, between the medication and people take medication, there's interactions, there's impact and so on and so forth. And I love what you said about the um, people coming to you like, hey, there's this magic pill. Well, <laughs> you know, I and you see those things. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I I, I don't like to see these things because they really give false hope to people. You're going to pop a pill and voila, miraculously going to go. Eh, good luck. I mean, it might work somehow because you, it might do a kick in your body. Something's going to change your body. It's not consistent. That's the other thing. Like, you know, all diets, all stuff needs to be ongoing if you if you stop everything else you know goes back and it's worse usually so so that was just my breakdown of, of all your spend there you know at least i, I kind of recap few things you know but but really it's amazing like you know the work you do now now december 19th was your kind of aha moment you know like you know ooh, and you know you did exactly what everybody's gonna do there was a new concept uh, you know, whatever. Just and and you, I love what you said. It's just another six weeks challenge because we do love those things. I mean, actually, we're in January now. A lot of those challenges are going right now. <laughs> you know, everybody's like, "Hey, New Year resolution." You know, I'm gonna get me my six weeks challenge and get looking good. I mean, the summer is on its way. Oh, it depends where you are because this show is all over. So if you're in the southern hemisphere, it's already there. So maybe you're looking at you know looking good on the beach today. But <laughs> but whatever you are. The concept is we try to do these things, but these six weeks challenges, again, even those 
the results are driven for one with one reason. If the person is really committed to the whole thing, you mentioned energy, you mentioned sleeping better. Mm -hmm. Those are all things that are important to us. Yet we lose. I think most of us are, are short in some way or form in any one of those areas. So that was that was a lot of stuff. So let's talk about you know your you know you did your journey, you changed, you transformed. Now, now, what was that journey like? You know, I mean, how hard was it for you? And and certainly, you know, why do you really believe in that and recommend it to people? It was hard. And I'm not going to lie. And I tell my clients this all the time. The one had to have this mantra. And the mantra was, if what was working, I wouldn't be here. Because we're programmed. We're programmed to what we have learned. We're programmed by the media. We're programmed that calories in versus calories out and all these belief systems that we've carried throughout the years. They don't serve us, but we don't realize they don't serve us because it's what we think, it's what we've been told, it's what we believe, and we always fall back on that. So it was hard because what was happening was I was under eating. I didn't realize I was under eating. I always tell a lot of my clients come in, I would say are overfed, undernourished meaning that they eat a lot of processed foods, a lot of empty foods with no nutrition. And yes, they're gaining weight and they think they're eating healthy food because a lot of healthy food is going to quote unquote process. And it's hard to say, wait, this is healthy. I shouldn't be eating this and understanding, breaking down ingredients and realizing how food serves you. And then also for me, the, hey, I shouldn't be doing hours of cardio every day. And that's hard because I was forced to stop. And in the form of COVID, not that I got COVID, it was in the form of the shutdown because now all the gyms are closed. I can't teach. I was freaking out. I was like, wait, wait, what do you mean I can't teach? I am going to blow up here. I'm doing this program. I'm finally seeing some results. And, and I'm like, you know what? If what I was doing was working, I wouldn't be here. And I, we have in the program, I coach 30 minute workouts a day, focusing on building muscle. And I'm like, you know what? Perfect time for me to do it. Perfect time for me just to say, okay, let's see what I can do. I'll be damned the inches started dropping. My body fat started dropping. My muscle mass started increasing. It was crazy. And it's one of those things I have to work out with my clients because it's they're the same. They were me. And understanding that this cardio thing is not always cracked up to be teaching all these classes. I do get a lot of fitness instructors and personal trainers and people who think they have to work out all the time and understanding that it's what you feed your body. It's what you fuel your body. And it's also how you're treating your body with working out. And my journey was, you know, week by week, step by step. I'm still in my journey. I am four years out now coming up on my four year anniversary of doing the program. The beauty part is it. I have not gone backwards. I haven't done that yo-yo. That yo-yo is gone. I was able to enjoy Christmas without guilt. That's huge because guilt is a big thing, especially when you're dieting. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't have this, or I'm going to gain all this weight back. And 
not having that guilt and changing my behavior, changing my belief systems, so freeing, so freeing that you're not thinking about food 24-7 anymore. You're just thinking about, okay, how am I going to fuel my body so that I can get the best results so I can live my life? And it's still a journey. It's always going to be a journey. There's times when you see something in the media because there's always something flashy. There's always something that gets your attention and like, oh my gosh, they just lost... 15 pounds or they just lost um, um, you know a ton of inches what are they doing should i be doing it no and you have to step back and go okay is it healthy probably not are there side effects to what they're doing and we can get into the wagovi semaglutide glp1s probably yes are they doing something that may not be serving them in the future yeah and there's nothing ever wrong about working on your nutrition. There's nothing ever wrong about building your muscle. I always like to say I'm a pharmacist who would prefer that we try other things besides medication, or we try to decrease your med medication burden so that you are able to reverse disease. And for me personally, uh, type two diabetes runs in my family. I had a high A1C, which is a diabetes marker. I had prediabetes. I was able to get that back down to normal. And that's with good nutrition and building muscle. So no longer pre-diabetic in the normal range. And I've done that for lots of my clients. And that's something that we want. We don't want to fuel disease. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. As you said, there's so many types of things happening out there. And there's always, you know, a way to look at, you know, a program versus the other. But again, to your point, there might be some not long-term, you know, effects, you know, for what some of these programs they could be. And and we'll see that all the time. People get into a program, they finish the program and they go worse, you know, because it's not something that they can maintain forever. And yeah, you can go in super diets and you can go in like, you know, crazy regimen of, of workout day in, day out. But the minute you stop, you will revert. And, and, and again, you're not having a real happy life because, you know, you are, doing too much sacrifice and you're doing so much because you want to maintain. But again, it's not, this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. You're not going to be able to do it and just, all right, I'm good for the next 10 years. <laughs> you know, as soon as you stop, it's going to come right back. And, and it's usually worse. I think, you know, when, when you stop anything that you're doing, so it has to be consistent, it has to be something that would work forever that you can do all the time ongoing. But here's, I think you said something powerful and the most powerful piece was we eat a lot of food. That's no doubt, especially in the U.S. I mean, we're big, heavy feet, you know. I mean, you go to a restaurant, they give you all this food, and you got all the bad stuff. It's salty, there's sweets in there. Nobody leaves with that. There's always room for dessert, right? So there's a lot of sugar in there. So you're pumping up calories, you're pumping up, you know, all the, the, the stuff that's in there. But you're right, the actual level of nutrients that's in there is probably nothing that your body. I mean, I was reading like yesterday or a couple of days, we eat like, over 60 minerals and, you know, a bunch of, you know, vitamins on a day-to-day -day basis, none of us actually, are, I think, are taking all of that, which means we're deficient no matter how you slice it. I mean, vitamin D is as basic as it gets, and we're deficient in that. I mean, 90% of people may not even have a good level, and they need some sort of supplement as they age, you know, that's and that's important. And that's just an example. I mean, there's so much stuff. Now, again, you're as a pharmacist. I love what you said, which probably, like, <laughs> it's anti-your concept because, you know— you're, to your point, I mean, drugs are good. They help. Well, I, I'm not a big fan of drugs, personally. <laughs> you know, But what I can say is they help 
at a certain point. And, and I've, I mean, they do. You need something to prevent, you know, whatever, antibiotics, this, that, the other. You have to sometimes get, you know, to that. But not to get there means you have to have a healthier immune system, you know, gut, you know, uh, system. Everything, your metabolism has to be on, your hormones have to be functional. And all that can be uh, transformed or at least can be optimized through good nutrition. So, so that that's really the problem. I think today's problem is not only we are attracted to the wrong food, but we don't have enough resources or at least understanding and knowledge where to get the right nutrition. So, how do we balance through that? So that's I, I think it, that's the biggest yeah, one. I call it analysis paralysis because what happens is is that you go to Doctor Google or your latest <laughs> TikTok or your Instagram, WebMD, and you see all this information and you just don't know where to start. Where you start is going back to the basics. It's going back to real food. If it comes from the mother, if it comes from the ground, it is fair game. What we need to stop looking at is ultra-processed foods, which are called UPFs. And what those are, are things that have chemicals, they have additives, they have sugar, they have colors, they have dyes, and that doesn't serve us. And in fact, that actually harms us, causes what's called chronic inflammation. And when I talk about medications, yes, medications have a purpose. However, a lot of medications, especially for certain disease states, are a treatment and not a cure. Diabetes, type two adult onset, you get warning signs. You may not be listening to them, but your body's sending you warning signs. Hypertension, it's called the silent or a silent killer because normally you don't think about the signs that your body's sending you, but your body is really telling you things are going on. And some people think they're like, oh, I just went to the doctor and I just got this diagnosis. That diagnosis didn't come out of the blue. That diagnosis has been brewing for years and things just finally caught up to you. And it's a tipping point where your body's finally saying, you know what? Peace out. I'm done with you. I can't handle this anymore. I need help. And so when we can look at, hey, there's a nutritional aspect, real food. And you talked about diets and six-week challenges and it all coming back. Well, I say that you did this diet and it stopped working and then it brought along friends for the ride. When you get on the scale, you're like, where did this come back? And, you know, even more, they more came to the party. What happened was every time that we do one of those crash diets, you lose muscle. And you talked about the point that we lose muscle as we age. We do, but we don't have to. So every single time, think about your first diet whether it was in your 20s and your teens, okay, so you did it again because you're going to the beach, spring break. Now you did it again because you're going to a wedding. Did it again because now it's high school reunions. Every single time you did that, you really didn't drop body fat. Even though people tell you, it's like, oh, you're going, you're, you know, you're not eating, you're using fat. Yes, no, you're not. You're using muscle. Your body needs amino acids. It's going to get it from somewhere and it's called muscle. So every time we did that, we slowed our metabolism down. So now you come into your 40s and 50s and wonder why that thing didn't work anymore. Well, you don't have any more muscle to lose. Now you need that muscle and your body's holding on to it for dear life and it's going to add on more fat to, to help regulate everything. And you're like, this is not fair. Well, once again, go back to the basics. Go back to your fruits, your vegetables, your meat. Go for a walk every day. Even better, start picking up some weights. 
That's what we need to focus on. And I, I coach macronutrients, which is how much protein, fat, and carbohydrates you need, not calories. And start focusing on the quality in, of the food and how much protein you're getting, how much carbohydrates you're getting, how much fat you're getting. That's so much more important than calories. And when you can kind of get back to the basics and I want to say peel all the layers of the onion back to the most basic, basic part then you're going to start seeing some better results and you're going to start feeling better and we're start getting rid of inflammation. Well, so, so, you know, you're talking like basic elements. I mean, the concept seems to be easy yet. We are failing it, <laughs> you know, well, we fail at it because of, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to throw multimedia under the bus here because we have made convenience the word of, of, the day or of the century is that everything has to be convenient. We are busy, quote unquote, busy, don't have time to cook, don't have time to do this. So, well, yeah, there's going to be people in there going to going to just pounce all over that and say, oh, well, come through our drive through or let these quick fix meals that all you have to do is pop in the microwave from the freezer section. They're, they're no, they know how to get us and make us feel like we don't have time to cook or we don't have time to figure this out. Let me figure it out for you. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole niche for that. But we need to change that narrative. We need to change and go back to say, okay, you know what? It doesn't have to take hours to cook. We can make something at home. We can get things that are prepared for us, like cut carrots, cut, cut uh, turkey breast or chicken breast. You don't have to make a full course meal. You can make something in 10 to 15 minutes that is faster than going to the drive-thru and then coming back. And does it take help? Absolutely, because you have to unlearn and you have to learn. And so I'm always saying is like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself and get a coach just to get started, just to unlearn bad habits and to learn new ones. Because what happens January 1st, we all know it going through my pantry, going through my refrigerator, gone, gone, get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. Now you have nothing. So you go to the grocery store and you shop the perimeter like you should, and you get all the fruits and the vegetables and the meat. And then you open up the refrigerator and you open up the cover and going, there's nothing to eat. I don't even know what to do with all this stuff. So you can't just do, you just can't change your behaviors overnight. It's something that you have to work on. It's something that you have to keep learning and be open to learn and open to change. And when you do it as baby steps, instead of just like, oh my gosh, I'm getting rid of everything and I'm getting rid of everything healthy. By week two, you're like done. Uh, drive through Wendy's, Pizza Hut, whatever. And then you binge. Now you set yourself up on that roller coaster again. And for females, especially, it's that feeling of failure. It's that feeling like, well, tried it again. It didn't work again. Oh, well. And, and that's, that's not what we want. We want you to get healthy. We want you to feel better. I want you to get healthy. I want you to feel better. And it just takes time and allow yourself to learn, allow yourself to be the student, allow yourself to, just embrace new habits and new flavors and new tastes. And you'll be amazed that you won't be addicted to sugar anymore. And you'll be amazed at the energy you you have. And you'll be amazed that you can actually cook. That's the biggest thing a lot of my clients are like, what? I actually can cook. Yeah. It, it's it's not difficult once you start, but we make things so much more difficult than they can than they should be. Well, you know, it's it's amazing because you're right. It's you don't have to cook for hours, one and 
you saute stuff, you, you, you just steam things. I mean, that doesn't, you can put them in and you do a couple of things and you know, while you're working, that stuff's still working. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of things, as you said, I mean, these things are healthier and quicker than you got to get in the car, go somewhere. But, but I have to say now they made it even easier. We have DoorDash, we have all the other services. It comes to your home. You don't have to leave, you know, just place it on the app and then wait 10 minutes and it's at the door. So you're right. We have become so lazy to do the basic elements that our ancestors or great grandfathers or even our fathers did. <laughs> Not even that back, even that far back. They did. They walked out. They went to the market and stuff. And I love what you said, you know, shop around the perimeter, which basically we're supposed to because that's where all the healthy stuff, you know. Now, healthy here is also a question mark because, again, depends on what supermarket you go to. Is this organic or is this, you know, not organic? I mean, we can have that whole discussion as well, which does make sense. But at least it's still better than canned food and processed food and box things and like you said the colors the additives you know all the stuff that is not really the sugars the sodium all that is bad and then those things impact your body and it's hard to now it's hard to to work around them uh but it's it can be done and i love what you said like you're being you're being kind of a condition over the years to do a certain way for a certain reason, but it's not an ongoing thing where you just have to have your regular routine. And I love what you said, that it's not um, easy to undo all those years of, of bad behavior overnight. And and having someone to guide you through those things, that's the difference. I mean, like, you know, you can't be an expert for in anything unless you get someone to train you in that thing, right? <laughs> and if you have bad habits, you know, I mean, even in business, right? Sometimes we have this, this, joke in, in 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 recruiting and in which is like you have an opportunity to select two candidates sometimes you want someone with experience or no experience uh you know and that's a debate we have because if you bring someone with their experience sometimes they come with baggage and and, and preconceived notions and there is they're already cup full there's nothing you can do i actually you know you, i mean we hired both depends on what you need but there were a lot of times where i chose someone who is completely new that I can mold and train and actually put more good stuff in. Uh, not good stuff here is, I mean, someone's like, what, what makes your stuff good? But but irrelevant here. You know, we can talk about that in a different chapter. But but the fact is, you get somebody new and, it, and they learn, you know, a lot of good stuff from scratch and therefore they have a new behavior. But again, to impact, you know, all that stuff that has been there for years, it's not going to happen overnight. And that's the thing. They have to have to be also willing. I think that's the other thing. Willpower is an important and also the other piece that you're you're talking about is like you're talking about macro stuff. What do you need to get on a day-to-day -day basis? How much of this? How much of that? We don't even have that. I mean, people eat, just eat. I mean, I, I think we have four meals a day as as a culture now, as opposed to like, you know, uh I, I love I forgot the doctor, you know, I she's she's I, I follow her on 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 social media, talks about nutrition all the time. And just like have like a you know a breakfast of the kings and you know like lunch of the queens or something like yeah. that you know I, I I forgot the name now but but I love her stuff because she breaks it down like oh wow okay well that's true you have a light you know breakfast or good breakfast and then maybe one last meal you know at five or six p.m. and no more and then you do your exercise and you get the right nutrients and your body is gonna start saying hey thank you <laughs> you know no more you know sleeping not sleeping on time no more having heartache and you know heartburns and all the stuff that happens to you and it works you have your energy in the morning you do some exercise and it's all good so these are old concepts that are again here's the, we talk about this i'm sure people are like well you're not saying anything new 
No. We're not. <laughs> and, no. and that's that's the sad no. part. <laughs> you know, I, I, unbelievable. Go ahead. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, it's not rocket science, but we want it to be. And we want so bad to do something that is we don't have to think about. We want that pill, we want that shot, we want that. I almost want to say that just, I hate saying easy button because some people need to be on some of these medications and we can always talk about that, but understanding that those medications have side effects, everything has a side effect. What doesn't have a side effect that is bad is nutrition and fitness. And we forget that we do have time because how many Netflix do you watch a night? How much time do you spend scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or just not really doing anything and you're like, I'm bored or this. You really do have the time. And I want to say it's, I hate to say it, but it's priorities. It's what is your priority? Is your priority to get healthy or is your priority to stay the same? And a lot of times I'll get, but I'm in my fifties or I'm in my sixties. I'm in my seventies. It's too late. No, it's not. We have a very narrow window to get it together. And if you decide to get it together, do it. Because everything that you do is going to snowball in a positive effect or a negative effect. I prefer positive. So we can slow down the aging process. We can feel better. We can help arthritis. We can help high blood pressure and diabetes and high cholesterol. You just have to start and you just have to have your priorities. I'm not a big fan of willpower or motivation because that comes and goes. It does. Willpower a lot of times is you're starving yourself and that's not what we want to do. If you are actually feeding your body what it needs, you don't need willpower because your blood sugar is going to be stable. It's going to be balanced. You're not going to binge. And Motivation comes and goes. There's going to be days that you don't feel like eating healthy. There's going to be days that you don't feel like doing the workout. And those are the days that you rely on consistency. And sometimes some people say discipline. I say discipline is sometimes negative, but consistency, check the box off. And the days that you don't want to show up are the days that are most important for you to show up because that is what's going to change your identity into somebody who maybe is not as healthy as to a healthy person. And there's so many things that we can do no matter what age you are. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. And, and and you're touching again on on some heavy elements. I mean, one of them being, as you said, the objection is that, that everybody throws in. I don't have time. I don't have money. I mean, those are the, the top ones, right? Or it costs too much to eat healthy. And actually, I think it costs less because if you go to a restaurant and buy food, I mean, burgers are expensive, you know, now. I mean, <laughs> you know, get a couple of meals and you're already like you, you could buy fruits and vegetables for that same price and and have a few things that are healthier. Uh, and it's amazing. Like, it's it's funny because uh, there's, there's my wife and I, we did this thing about a juicer, right? And where I we got a, I got a, a fake juice. I call them fake juice, you know, one of those bottled juice. And I was like, my wife screamed, what the hell are you doing? I was like, what do you mean I'm doing? I'm having juice. Like, let me show you how to juice. And then obviously we put the actual, you know, juicer and all the fruits and, you know, well, it was actually just, I think it was a mixture. Yeah. So it was carrots and, you know, and, and vegetables. So it was a mix, but it was like, this is what it looks like versus what it looks like. And that's mm -hmm. healthy and that's not healthy. And so it's, you know, these are like little things and it's funny, you know, we, we do this case and plus, you know, it's for our parking channel and nutrition, but the idea is, you know, it doesn't take, you know, much, you know, to do that. And, and the cost probably is the same, right? To buy that, that, 
juice and buy those fruits would about equal the same. The other thing you mentioned is the time, and that's the biggest excuse of all of us. So first of all, you can't sleep, you know, your your enough hours, seven, eight hours, whatever, you know, everybody, you know, kind of talks about. And you can still have the rest of the day to do stuff. And and it's funny because you said how many how much Netflix you can watch. I actually challenge people with that one. You can have for example, you can have a stepper, you can have weights. That, listen, I'm watching Netflix and I'm pumping, right? You know, that doesn't do anything. I can put some curls, I can put some abs, you know, business, you know, while I'm watching. I can do some shoulder, I can build, I can do a, a horse stance and work my legs. You're watching, so you have no excuse, folks. So whatever it is that you said I can't do, you can still do. And I'll, I'll, I'll throw this one out. If you have a Peloton, you can now get your Netflix on Peloton. So it's like, you know, <laughs> well, so it's you're, true. you're welcome, Peloton. But, you know, it's, it's any those, bike, any one of those bikes. You can just put it in front of a TV and work it. That's yeah. it. And it's, it's crazy. And and that's why you know, I don't want anybody to say that, oh, she's coming down on us. No, it's your priorities. And I'm not going to beat anybody up. If that's not your priority, then be honest don't say I don't have time. Don't say I don't have money. Just say it's not a priority. And then how does that feel when you say your health isn't a priority? You're like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, it's 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 it's, it's a double take. It, it's, it's well, well, yeah, it's a priority, but is it really? Because if you're going to Starbucks every day and you're spending seven, eight dollars every morning, but you're saying you don't have money for groceries, okay. There's something there. If you say you don't want to spend money and maybe on nutrition coaching, but you drop a thousand dollars on an iPhone. Okay. So it's, it's not a priority and just be honest and just say, okay, it's just not a priority right now. But if it is a priority, let's figure this out. You know what they say? You don't make time for your health. You make time for your sickness, right? In this, you got to pay the dues one way or the other. Yeah. Right? So, and, and, it and it's, worse. More, it's more expensive to be sick. It's more expensive for that medication. It's more expensive to be in, an, in a hospital or a nursing home. And I always hear, well, you know, my copay um, doesn't Drugs. go. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> expensive stuff. I mean, especially those tier three and four and then specialty yeah. medicines, you know, not, not I, I've spoken as an insurance guy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we're, we're speaking the same language here. <laughs> That's my other hat. Right. But, but, you know, it's funny because I love what you said, like, you know, uh, the priority is the key. And unfortunately we don't add it up. I mean, this is actually true. I mean, you're an instructor uh, for years and, and it's true because we have we have a fitness program and you know we've had you know fitness you know uh students and things like that here's what happens when you talk to them people can drop like you said a thousand on the phone or i'll give it easier with ladies nails you know uh, spas i mean you can spend a couple hundred dollars easily on that and maybe a gym membership is not enough you know you know it's not affordable like how does that work i mean do i want this or do i want that i mean your nails are going to make you look good but you can look better if everything else is looking good. Now, if someone says, well, I am, I'm good the way I look. Now, guys, we're not against how you feel about yourself physically or mentally. You think that you are good the way you are. That's one. But here's the thing that you have to look. How do you feel about your health? Not your looks. Because the thing, I mean, you can be good in your skin. That's great. But does that fit in your health You know, stuff? Is your workup, you know, when you look at your AC1Cs and all your blood work stuff, does that look good or does it look bad? Are you, like you said, pre-diabetic? I mean, are you in that six point something mark or seven mark as opposed to being in between the four and the five, whatever? Or are you like already like eight, you know, and you already passed the, 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 the mark? So these are the things you need to know what that means to you. 
And you're right. Depends on the age. Like when we're younger, we think we have forever. And and there's two things, folks. We live long or we don't live. <laughs> if we don't live, we're departed. That's one thing. You know, it's over. But when you live, again, I always say this. Do you want to live? As you said, now we can talk into that whole nursing home. Do you want to be like the one that is dancing and doing, you know, the 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 the, the line dancing and all the activities? Or you want to be the one that is really needing help for like for movement to get, you know, drinks and whatever just to go to the bathroom you know again we're not making fun of this folks this is serious stuff the idea is that it happens listen i have my mom she's she's an older you know uh, lady and i can see how life you know eventually progresses there is a point in life where no matter what you do but you can prolong you know to the longest potential stuff where you can still be healthy and able to to function in the best way you can now Ultimately, there's a point where it might be difficult, but you want that to be the extreme and probably not even happen. But you know, like you, I love what you said, it starts now. It starts anytime that you decide, and especially when we we're looking at the 40s and the 50s. That's that's like you miss that. There's there's an actual deadline. <laughs> you miss that deadline. You know, there might be no coming back. It will be harder to reverse things. You know, and and younger you can. There is a point, like you said, because these things, the muscle is gonna go harder to come back. You know, your hormones are going to be messed up because it's just the way it is. <laughs> you know, male, male opposed and menopause, they're happening and they're going to be there for all of us. You look, you, whether you like it or not, folks, you know, what we say here is real. It happens. It will happen to anyone that is alive. Uh, you know, there are exceptions. Maybe someone has genetically, you know, uh, a, a super gene that they might be able, but that's not the majority. That's not. No, it's not. And the one thing I want, want people to understand, too, is that I'm not talking about being skinny. I'm, that is one thing that I am definitely, I'm not a fan of the scale. I, the scale does not measure your worth. It doesn't measure your body composition. Even the ones that measure your body composition don't do a very good job. And being skinny doesn't mean healthy. You can be skinny fat. You can be so skinny that you have no muscle, that you have osteoporosis also because you have been starving yourself and that your bones are weak. So I don't want anybody to think this like, well, she's talking about getting ultra skinny and, and ripped. And no, I am talking about healing your body from the inside out with nutrition, with fitness, so that we can prevent disease and feel amazing. And that has nothing to do with how thin somebody is. Well, thank you. And and to, to really hit on that one, because that's big, because like I said, I mean, again, but, but the key word is when you talk muscle. You're not going to be skinny if you build muscle. I mean, you're going to build muscle. You're going to be nice and lean. And you but muscle for females will give them the shape that they really want and don't realize. Because everybody my age, my generation, thinks Arnold or the American Gladiators. And yeah. neither one. Arnold had help. The American Gladiator girls had help. So they were doing things naturally. Especially in our 50s, lifting weights is not going to make you bulky, but lifting weights is going to give you the shape that you want. And it's actually going to decrease the inches around your waist, around your hips. It's going to have the opposite effect of what you think is going to happen. Love it. And, and, you know, it's amazing because that is a fact and, and, and folks, you know, it's weight is, is, is a 
good thing to have. Like you know, you want to have a certain mass, right? And 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 you're right. For for historically, what's been promoted is skinny. You know, Barbie skinny, Ken skinny, and you know, nicely you know shaped up, like you know, drawn up, right? And that's not necessarily what what makes you healthier now. I mean, like I go to my doctor, you know, and and he looks at me, he looks at profile, and he's been always saying, you know, do I need to lose? Like you're good. That's the perfect. You got muscle. You got stuff. You don't need anything else. Because you are, you know, in a good place. Now, can I trim a little bit? Of course. I mean, you know, we all have ups and downs. But you have to, and that's the other thing. Like, you can maintain, like, I'm trying to, I have I have a rule. I, you know, my, my wardrobe is the same size. And the minute that I don't start feeling right about the wardrobe, I know there's, there's, I cross the line and I have to do more. You know, I don't buy new clothes because I gain, you know, maybe an inch, you know, in a waist. I just make sure I get back into my waist size and that's how you do it. Now, I mean, everybody's got a way to do this stuff, but, but again, it's a maintenance thing. This is ongoing, but, but Amy, I want to talk about the nutrition piece, right? I mean, we also have been conditioned that you can have eggs, you can have this, you know, mm. you need to have a lot of greens, you need to have, and, and so again, there's a lot of debate. I mean, everybody's pushing their agenda. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got a, a point. To, by the way, folks, I am a sales guy. Trust me. We sell everything. I mean, we can sell, you know, water to the fish and, you know, ice to Eskimos and all the stuff. You know, you probably heard all these lines before. The fact is, everything in the marketing has to do with promoting some ideology and a product or something. We all do it. And, you know, even this show is a sales show. But what we're selling is how to be healthier and, and and eat nutrition. But but at the end of the day, someone can say, well, you guys, your formula sucks. Well, maybe. I mean, if that's what you believe, find whatever formula that's going to work for you folks. But here's the thing. We hear these things now. I mean, it's like the debate between like, how many eggs do you eat? You can't eat, you know, a yolk because, you know, it's not. You can't eat a lot of meat because you need a healthier vegetarian diet. And you have all these, these schools of thoughts that push in one, you know, narrative versus the other. And now we all kind of like, and then we tend to kind of, you know, follow one versus the other. And what is the real thing? And that's the problem. And I love what you said. Early on, you said something about doctors. You know, they are great at what they do. But you're right. They're not expert in every single thing. And unless they do the extra, a lot of doctors in time through expertise, they build more knowledge in different areas. They become a lot more. But when you go to med school, I mean, they're going to teach you the basic, you know, medicine for, you know, to treat, you know, illnesses and stuff. But there is more, like you said, nutrition is not really the first thing. You go to the hospital, they don't give you hair. Here's a good nutrition. As a matter of fact, I don't like food. Nobody likes hospital food, right? You know, uh, it's it's not really, I mean, they give you a sponge, you know, you know, bread with, with tuna on it. I mean, tuna is maybe good, but the, the bread is not good for you, right? So, I mean, we can, we, can, we can criticize some of these things. But here's the thing. The nutrition we're talking about, like, as you said, basic, what my grandparents ate, what your grandparents ate, you know, vegetables, meats you know, straight up, nicely cooked, easy cooked, you know, uh, still juicy, nothing processed that is, that can stay on the shelf for 20 years <laughs> or, you know, outside of the fridge and still be good. You know, if it stays, you know, good for a long time, it's probably not good. Let's just call it for us. You know, nature is, is designed to actually go bad, you know, after everybody perishes, you know, everything perishes, right? So, so if it's not perishing, you know, you know, soon enough, there is, there's something that's preventing that, that, that natural process to happen. Therefore, that's not good. It's going to go on you. And you want that actually a client of Amy on the other side when you're getting drugs. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, like I said, pharmacist rather you not be on medication. And when it comes to eggs and it comes to what diet, okay, so right now the Mediterranean diet is in favor again. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, you have to be on the Mediterranean diet. Well, maybe you don't like fish. Maybe, you know, 
I know a lot of people who've tried to be vegan and it just does not work for them. Guys, we're all different. You're different than me. I'm different than you. When I coach somebody, if I tell them to eat salmon and they don't like salmon, it's not going to work. It's not. If you like eggs, great. If you don't like eggs, not going to work. So it's listening to your body, but it's also with doing some certain basics. Okay, you don't like fish. How about chicken? Um, if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, you can also be a processed junk food vegetarian or vegan because there's so much crap out there. Hello, Impossible Burger. You are not healthy. And understanding that it's the same thing. You need to go back to the basics and eat real food and not all this processed stuff. So it does. That's what's so great about the Mediterranean diet is that everything is back to the basics. That's what it is. It's vegetables, it's fruit, it's fish. So we can do that with everything. Now, should you eat red meat every day? Probably not, but you, a couple times a week, okay. Should you increase your fish? Yeah, if you can. But at the same point, we have some fish out there that's pretty nasty in how it's being made. So it's Welcome. also, right? It's just it's just educating and, and like I said, sometimes it just helps to get help so that you are not wasting time on Google, on every YouTube channel out there with some guru that is telling you like, drink this supplement, drink this. And, and that's all you have to do. You need to find out what works for you. And that's going to keep working, not just for six weeks, not for 10 days or the 21 day or whatever. This thing has to work for the rest of your life. And that's what nutrition is. Nutrition is fueling your body so that we decrease chronic inflammation so that we give your body what it needs to build muscle, to, to optimize your hormones, to stabilize your blood sugar so that you can keep doing the same thing for years. It, it shouldn't be a, a diet, start, date, and stop date. It should be you start and we keep going and we just finesse and fine tune as we go along. Love it. Well, so, so uh, by the way, I, uh, the, the discussion about the food part is always going to be an interesting one because, y you know, if it's processed food, I mean, these things go through multiple processes before they get to you. So just hear the word. I mean, to, say, to be gross, it's already digested for you. It really well, is. It, it is. It goes through a heat yeah. process. It, goes to this, it loses, you know, all the stuff. If it's not fresh, it's losing already flavors, right? It's already <laughs> losing its own. So even if it's fresh and it stays longer, it might lose its, its you know, potency, right? So imagine if this stuff is going. So as it is, we know that now it tastes good because it's the sodium and it's the sugars. You throw these two things in anything and everything is tasty good, right? I don't care if you eat grass, you throw some sugar and a little bit of salt and grass was going to taste like salad, right? It would be good, you know? But but really think about that. Like it's a joke because when, when my kid was were young, you know, I wanted him to actually eat, you know, the vegetable stuff and they would not eat it because they wanted their syrup. So I was like, throw in some syrup, just eat the damn things, you know? And it worked, right? <laughs> they were eating them, but at least they get in the nutrition. Now I'm not encouraging them to eat the, the, the syrups and stuff because I'm not a big fan like honey or whatever. So there's also that thing. Sugar is another thing that we have. Now, sugar is everywhere, folks. Mm -hmm. There is nothing we, like the breads we eat, where, are, you know, the flour, we, if, if you even buy flour, I mean, it's not really, some of it is good, some of it is not good. I mean, these things are, I don't even know what they're made of. But, you know, everything we have is really, and that's the, that, literally, this is a problem I have. Like, where is a good, nutritious food? You, you can't even trust the sources anymore. That's the problem because industries, as as much as we love them and we need them, you know they 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 want to process you know as much food possible to people, and they want to make as much profit. And so, therefore, there's always ways to be 
genius, you know, or ingenious about creating these things. I mean, now we're talking about, you know, uh, laboratory food, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, fake chicken or fake meat. Yeah. Not, I mean, imagine that folks, there would be a point, maybe our kids are not going to have this, but they, our grandkids may have that. Now, what kind of health do you think they're going to have? And, and you said it, the healthcare system is going to be beat up with that stuff because that's definitely going to not, the body is not conceived to do that. We're not robots. Don't put in some tune up and oil and we're going to function. <laughs> The body's going to get a lot of like shocks and we're like, whoa, hold on. The pancreas is not going to know what to do with some stuff. The insulin is going to be gone. Your diabetes is going to be peaking. And it is true today, based on some of the expertise I've, I've, I've crossed, we have more diabetes cases in a younger age mm-hmm. than ever. And mm-hmm. we have, it, it's just amazing how, you know. We have know, more chronic illnesses, chronic right preventable chronic illnesses in our younger population than ever. Colon cancer is at the all-time high in people under 40. And we know that's ultra-processed foods. We know that's sugar. We know that's lack of fiber. We know that's lack of real food that's causing and promoting these diseases. And uh, like you said, yeah, we have food that's being made in the lab on purpose to see mouthfeel, to see color, to see how addicted can you get to these foods? Because they know if you are, let's say, lazy, can't just eat one, just one, and you're going to keep buying them over and over again, and you know they're they're getting the money with it. I have to tell you this: this is a true story. I was at a meeting one time with, and I'm not mentioning the company, but you know we were, you know, just a bunch of executives from different plans and other pharma companies, and I was having this discussion. I was like, huh. I was literally bluntly stated, I mean, told that, yeah, we throw in some additives in there because, you know, want people to be cool, you know, with these products. I mean, it's, it's done on purpose. Not, this is not a fake thing, folks. I mean, it's happening. It's there because that's what keeps you coming back. I mean, like everything else, right? It makes money. Imagine, I mean, look, even in our, if you think about technology, right? Back in the days, the TVs were able, you can fix them. Can't fix TVs now. You just finish, throw it. Now, mattresses, you had double-sided. Now you have one side because they don't want you to keep that thing for 10 years. They want you to switch it every every year or two years, right? Furniture today is not what it used to be that could last, you know, 100 plus years. And it's the same thing on food. They want you to come back and buy. I mean, think about your pharmacist, right? If a pharmacy, you know, nobody's sick. You can't sell products. Nope. <laughs> I nope. mean, right? There's yeah. no demand. There is no nothing. I mean, the whole industry dies. And that's really what it is, folks. So a yeah, we as much as it sounds so tacky and so kind of crazy, it's the reality of life we in. You know, we've gone so much into the business and profitability, and with very little, you know, I guess respect and 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 care for the outcomes. Plus, it's good for the healthcare system, which means we have hospitals running. We have, you know, by the way, again, nothing against hospitals. I mean, the idea of a hospital a doctor was to prevent or to mm-hmm. assist if there was. Not to generate revenue and just keep running because we need the revenue and to rain rain. We need like listen, I worked again in the insurance space. We pay these bills. So we are the ones who kind of like the gatekeepers, right? And you know, we look at these things and you know, hospital beds have to be, you know, filled, otherwise the hospital is suffering. And then we we look at employment. Now people are complaining, I, I, my job is at risk because and that's the cycle. We we're looking at it from a financial aspect, but we don't look at the impact that is doing to our health. And and everybody around us and the environment. I mean, we can go there, you know, in, in exchange. There's crazy stuff going on, but it's reality, folks. Being unhealthy, being sick is big business. But mm-hmm. if we change that narrative, if we change that directive, business will find and business will also adjust. And 
why should we be spending billions of dollars on healthcare? And, or why are we spending $30 billion on the diet industry to try to circumvent all these things that don't work? That we're, we're hoping for this magic pill. We're putting all our hopes and wishes and dreams into this supplement, thinking that this is going to be the end all be all instead of going back once again to the basics and really focusing on, hey, how can I change the narrative? How can I change my belief system? How can I do the things that I can start healing from the inside out and being the healthiest person possible and being being somebody who has energy into my later years and being able to get up out of a chair without struggling. I think that's what most of us want. And we don't want to be there in our later years going, man, I really wish when I heard that podcast that I would have done something then, you know, take that, take this as your, as your sign. You know, you always say, here's your sign. This is your sign that you can do anything. And I always, people always ask, what's the secret sauce? I'm like, you are the secret sauce. You can do anything. You just have to want to, you just have to put that yourself as the priority. Uh, Again, uh, for me, Mata God's my, you know, as, as ears, as they say, the expression goes, you know, that's the thing, folks. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, this is probably one of thousands of shows that, are, you know, that talk about this and there's plenty of experts that, that state this and it's all the obvious. It's nothing that is unique and special, but you know, if it was that simple, no one would be suffering. No one would have actually the problems that we have in the healthcare and the impact on the healthcare. I mean, even, I mean, there's, there's, there's like, I love what you said about the industries. If we switch things, the industries will switch back to us. I mean, you drive that, but somehow we feel like it's the other way around and, you know, they're in control. No one is in control because we give the control away. The control is what you buy. You know, you keep buying the wrong stuff, the wrong stuff keeps making more <laughs> and, and just find another way to, you know, reduce the, the cost of that and, and, and the profit margin is higher and you're just basically going to be the consumer. You know, yes, there's marketing, there's psychology. I mean, I, I literally, I, you know, again, I always refer to Dr. Heim. Here's one of our, you know, recurring shows month to month. And we just had a show last week and we talked about how he said like, the psychiatrists, the marketing psychiatrists are like, you know, the top in the, the, the field of psychology because they understand how we function, folks. Yeah. They can they can manipulate how we see things and we fall right into that lap because they're good at what they do. And we just basically buy in the Kool-Aid, you know, <laughs> we drink that Kool-Aid quickly and just, you know, I mean, even look, the expression, drink the Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid is not good for you, by the way, <laughs> you know, it's just colorful and sugar, you know, water. I don't even know if that's water or whatever it is, but you know, it's not good yet. Our kids, you know, they're hooked on, on, on Kool-Aid, right? You know, they're hooked on these, these drinks of fruit punch, whatever the, the, I'm not talking about the brand, but just, just the, the concept of these drinks, sweet, sweet, you know, sugar drinks. Right. And mm-hmm. we grow up that way. I mean, you, you put so much stuff in our body from early on. Now, maybe you and I, we were lucky because I think, better part of our lives we were in a better food concept than today then you have all this stuff of course the pandemic didn't help people were home you know it was a lot of stuff people didn't want to go out there so they they ate a lot of canned food i mean people were like hoarding these things and a lot of cans you know really went quick (laughs) and that's not good i mean i can guarantee you that whole two years you know between the lockdown and the the post year is going to impact the healthcare going forward Mm -hmm. there's we will start seeing more stuff. And when you actually get the analysis and this research eventually is going to go back and say, Ooh, 
this links back to that. And there will be nothing we can do about that because we fell into that. So this is happening, folks. Our discussion today is really just to get you the basics. Uh, first is definitely getting someone to guide you. And we have our coach with us here. And again, this is a specific, you know, and a special coach because not only she coaches nutrition and the fitness part, but she understands the pharmacy concept, the, the, you know, the molecules and how these things can, and how you can prevent certain, you know, diseases and illnesses before they happen. Ultimately, if they happen, well, you got to deal. I love what you said. Medicine that you buy is usually to, to cover the symptoms or just to deal with the situation, but never going to cure things. To cure is to prevent it first. You know, that's the first thing. Preventative is always preventative measures. And then ultimately, if you do the right thing, you won't even have to go there. And it is a combination of all the above. The nutrition piece, and I'm, we're talking here like real stuff. And we're talking about the exercise and not any any exercise. Yeah, a little bit of cardio is good. You want to pump you know, your heart and keep it, you know, alive. But you definitely want to give that muscle because that's, the, and I love what you said, you know, about that because most of us, you know, and even my, I can tell you this, even myself, before doing these shows, I wasn't really uh, knowledgeable about the importance of the muscle. I mean, I've always worked out, so I've, I've always had a good, you know, you know, muscle kind of, you know, level, but I never understood what that actually meant really to the health, you know, and, and what it does to your body over time. And, and you'll be surprised when I'm learning these things, I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> you know, and you're right. This is not about being Arnold. That's a different level. You're just going to have enough to to basically be consistent in life, to be alive, healthier. And so that that's a big deal. Well, and for men, having muscle helps with your testosterone levels. So you hear about low T all the time. Yeah, that's a coin term that pharmaceutical companies use. And, <laughs> you know, that's all from being a sedentary lifestyle. That's from not getting up. That's from not working out. That's from eating ultra processed foods. Once again, you start putting in the natural foods, putting the whole foods in start lifting weights, doing some cardio, lo and behold, your testosterone levels start to come back up and balance again. And everything that we do in our environment, our busy lifestyles have unfortunately caused a lot of these issues, but we can put the brakes on it and we can say, okay, enough's enough. And I'm going to do something about it. Do something about it. Take that chance. Take, take that, that first step and tomorrow it's two more steps i love james clear every day do some one percent better and if you haven't read atomic habits it's a good place to start because one percent better every day adds up big time only the one percent it's always the one degree one it takes one you know really that's all it takes one at a time and you'll be there but you know so 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 every question for people who are watching right now i mean the question is like where do i get my nutrition you know, I think that's always going to be a big one. For example, you mentioned fiber, right? You know, mm -hmm. do I buy fiber from a pharmacy? Do I get fiber naturally? <laughs> you know, so what does that look like? I mean, just an example. I mean, that's a big question. It's a great question. Fiber, the minimum amount of fiber that we are we should get a day is 25 grams of fiber. The average American gets eight grams of fiber a day. That's a huge, huge difference. And so I'll get, oh, well, what about metamucil? What about fiber gummies? Okay, yeah, but no. And the reason being, once again, it's ultra processed. A lot of those gummies have sugar or they have artificial sugar in them. Avocados have fiber. Oatmeal has fiber. Quinoa has fiber. Berries has fiber. Nuts has fiber. All real food, vegetables and fruit grains have fiber. Start there first. 
Let's go with that first. If you need supplementation, okay, let's figure that out. But I would be very, very surprised if you need supplementation. I know what, what I have every day for breakfast has about 12 grams of fiber in it. That's half just for what I have for breakfast every day. And that's because I eat a lot of berries, a lot of blueberries, a lot of raspberries, um, whole grain toast that has fiber in it. So when you're looking at processed foods, I said that before, it's already digested for you. It really is. That's why people gain weight on processed foods because it's absorbed so fast. When you eat real food, it takes time to break it down. You don't get everything. That's why you can eat all this amount of food. It's almost like this huge amount of volume and be like, wait, I'm eating all this food, but I'm not gaining weight. It's because when you eat processed food, it just absorbs. It's in. And most of it doesn't have fiber. Look at the back of a package of a crackers or chips and you'll see maybe zero, maybe 0.5 grams of fiber per serving. That's not what you want. Look at a thing of blueberries and avocado. You're going to see quite a bit of fiber. And when you start going for the natural sources, guess what? Your gut microbiome is going to thank you. And we didn't even touch about gut microbiome, but that's going to help with decreased colon cancer. That's going to help with insulin resistance, help with insulin sensitivity. It's going to help. We know it actually helps prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. Fiber is huge. It's not just to make sure that you're regular, which is most people think that's what fiber is all about. There's so much more that goes into fiber. So if you can get it without the supplementation and get it from your real foods, let's do that. You, you also, thank you. And you also mentioned proteins, right? That's the other thing. I mean, you know, most people may not even know what, how many proteins they need on a day-to-day basis. And, and that varies by person, by age, by a lot of things, male versus female. There's all these things. And we don't, I don't think people, again, same way that we have enough of, of proteins when we eat processed foods. We don't, we don't have enough protein. And as you age, especially females, we need more protein because we don't break it down as well. And what I tell people is that if you can go for 20 to 30 grams per meal, that's going to be on a good, it's going to be a good start of what you need per day. And an easy way is bone broth. And you know, you sip, you can sip on that. So if you don't, if you're like, oh, I can't eat their chicken breast. Well, you know, it's not just chicken, it's fish, it's tuna, it's shrimp. It's, it can be a steak, it could be hamburger, but you need protein because that's the building blocks for our muscles. That's our amino acids. And don't be scared of protein. I think we made protein and fat and carbs a villain at some time, at some point in the years since the eighties, one of those has come out of favor. And Protein, unless you have a kidney disease, you will not get kidney failure if you eat protein. And I think there's a lot of myths out there with protein. Well, that goes also, like you mentioned, cholesterol, like, you know, fats and stuff. Cholesterol has like been also another one. Like, oh, we can't eat a lot of meats and stuff because of the cholesterol. Can't eat eggs because of the cholesterol. This is my favorite. That's my favorite because someone will go to the doctor (laughs) And I'll get a new client and they said, yeah, I can't eat this, this or this because my doctor says I have high cholesterol. I said, how much are you drinking per day? Alcohol. Oh, I have a beer. I have a drink every night. Okay. Mm. They ask you about that. No. How much sugar do you intake? Well, you know, I have this candy dish at my desk or my secretary has this or, you know, my kids have this. We make cookies and brownies and I have all this sugar. Did they ask you about that? No. So they only asked you about the eggs. Yeah. 
No, it's and we know that triglycerides and CRP, which is the C-reactive protein that increases um, inflammation markers, alcohol, sugar, in some people, some of the dairy that you ingest. So it's not, it's not eggs and meat that that we have been told for years. It's sugar and alcohol that is doing most of our high cholesterol issues. That's amazing. And, and, you know, by the way, there's a lot of good studies now that can prove that, yeah, your yolks is good for you, whatever. Again, I'm not a medical, you know, uh, expert, but, you know, I, I'll defer you to get to, to the people that know these things. But I can tell you there's good studies that are valid that actually can literally demystify these things where, you know, oh, my God, you can have this, you can have that. I mean, I remember back in the days, if you wanted to work out, you get a nice little bunch of yolks in the morning and you kind of gobble that stuff, you know, and you make it. I mean, it's funny. Um the Rock, you know, it's one of my guys that I like to watch, and they did that. I think Bone uh, and Hobbs, you know, one of those, uh, you know, uh, offshoots of the uh, Fast and Furious. I think in one of the scenes, they show both of them having one is having an omelet in the morning, and the other one is having a nice little York, you know, uh, drink. And you know, obviously, The Rock was the one doing the yolks, and here's the big dude, right? <laughs> you know, and so so it's amazing, like you know. And if you go back to the Rocky movie, right? Same thing. I mean, and and. And and traditionally that was it, but it got to your point, like almost like I don't want that because other industries, you know, you know. I, again, guys, when people do these things, there is definitely when you see something, read by on the line. What is the purpose of this, you know, ad? It's gotta have something. If it tells you something, it, they want you that thing. So you gotta look. If you look beyond that, then you know, and then it's up to you to make that decision. But I, I love. Thank you for breaking those things out. And 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 again, you talked about you know the metabolism. The body is not gonna process things the same way. So as you age, it's difficult and these things are going to happen. You talked about amino acids, you know, early on, like your body is going to need them and it's going to get that from. Now, we I don't think we get enough of those. <laughs> That's another thing that we don't have. For. I mean, there's we are challenged, folks, on a day-to-day basis. I think we don't, we need everything on a day-to-day basis and we get maybe half of what we need on a day-to-day basis. So we're already weak by default. That's, that's a crazy, you know, thought that you can have. Yeah, that's why I said there's such a disconnect on food and what it does for the inside. We just think about food and energy, calories and energy. Well, that's that's not what's important. It's the food and the amino acids, the vitamins, the minerals, what helps our chemical reactions, what helps build hormones, what helps build our muscles. And that disconnect needs to finally be like, hey, let's connect the dots and be like, oh, when I eat this way, I feel amazing. And when I eat the ultra processed foods, oh, hello, inflammation, my joints hurt, I have a headache, I'm tired. And when we can start getting that connection, I think we'll start having a change in the narrative where we feel and understand that it's not just about getting that whatever's for lunch because it's convenient. It's about, okay, let's make it convenient, but also let's make it healthy so that it serves us and that we can prevent disease so that we can, I always say with, with, you know, have energy and thrive because that's what we want and to set our future self up for success. (laughs) I'm listening to you and, you know, I just like, it's music to my ears because if you're, you know, again, watching and listening right now, you you just stated the obvious, but it things that we kind of disconnect. But I love what you, like you really 
hit it right there. You will know when your buddy is going to tell you like something is off. And then you can relate back to what did I do today? Why am I feeling this way? What did I eat today? And you will know. I love what you said about the, the alcohol. I mean, alcohol, the sugars, there's all that stuff that, that kind of the kidney. And then, it, you know, it kind of creates more of that bad problem for you. And it just happens that way. There's so many things that we do wrong and we expect, you know, the results to be better and it's not going to happen. I mean, listen, Amy, I know we exceeded the hour and we can spend another hour easily to having this. But what I want to say to people is this, folks, you know, this discussion doesn't end here in this particular hour or so. You know, uh, anyone who needs more assistance or help or guidance, Amy is available and would like you to actually potentially, you know, reach out to her and, you know, seek her advice and maybe work with her. So, so question to you, what does your program look like? How long does it take? And, uh, you know, I mean, is it a, you know, a one-time deal? Is it like an ongoing thing where it's just like, you know, you get into a program for a couple of weeks? What's that looking like? So the, the initial part is six weeks because I always say it's building the foundation. It's learning your habits. It's learning what works for you. And it's, it's group and individual. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and it's also in a group because I honestly believe that human connection because you can get things out of a group, but sometimes you're your own worst enemy and you're your worst, you, you are your worst critic and you are your roadblock. And you just need someone to sometimes call you out and say, okay, this is what you need to do. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that's really easy. I was just getting in my own way or getting in my head. So the first week is what we call prep week. It's just starting to lay the foundation. The second week, we start getting into macros and what your body needs. And we also do something that's called carb cycling because carb cycling makes you metabolic flexible. It helps you change from a sugar burner to a fat burner. And that's really what we all want. If you find yourself hungry every two hours, you're a sugar burner because you're trying to always get that next fixed because your body's always seeking energy. So we're going to change you from a sugar burner to a fat burner. The next four weeks, we are just going to work on progress. I hate the word perfection because perfection doesn't exist. And we're going to work on how is it going to work for you? How can we make this work with work? How are we going to make this work with the kids? How are we going to make this work with the family? And what I always say is that this program works with the family. And if you're on something, a shake, a pill, whatever, and you would never give that to your children, then why are you doing it yourself? because once again, it comes down to nutrition. So that's the six weeks. You also get daily workouts that are 30 minutes, all focusing on building that muscle because what we want to do is increase your metabolism and we want to make you what I would say a fat burning machine. But we also want to make you healthy. After the six weeks, you have the option what's called VIP because things change. Most of my people will start at one set of food, meaning a certain amount and every diet you've ever been on, they say, oh, but when you lose weight, you gotta, you got to decrease the amount of food that you're eating because your metabolism slows down. Yeah, because we've been doing it wrong. Absolutely, we've been doing it wrong. So guess what my clients do? they got to eat more because now they have more muscle and muscle needs fuel. And so they still have me after the six weeks. Most, I've had clients with me for four years. I have clients who you know were with me maybe six months and they think they can do it on their own and they come back when they need to. So it's very flexible. It's always, I meet you where you need to be met because we're all different. We all require different kinds of coaching. We all require different kinds of motivation and it's not a one size fits all. 
thank you. And and I'm assuming this is all online, so it's a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, virtual. To I have clients virtual? all over the world, all different Excellent. time zones, all over the world. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Excellent. I love it. And here's one more thing. So people can probably watch and listen right now. They're like, "Well, you're talking about muscle building. I don't have the equipment to build muscle." You know. So what do you? How how does that work? Just just to ease their. So minds. you get two different things. You have the option to do the gym, or you have the option to do it at home, and you don't need all the equipment. Some dumbbells some resistance bands. There's a lot of people with COVID actually got some decent home gyms now. And once again, I meet you where you are. And it, this is good for the person who is a seasoned person who's worked out. And it's for somebody who's a novice and has never done it before. So it's across the board can be tailored to what your fitness level is. I have no excuse now. We've talked about every potential excuse, and I don't think there is any. I think Amy got them nailed. You can't, you can't escape with this one. It's, it's, it becomes you if it's a choice in that matter. Now that's all there is. So, so, uh, well, Amy, I mean, I, I, it was, it was a true pleasure, and I had so much fun with this discussion. I, it's just always great to talk about good nutrition, health, the fitness, and these things are all are one and, and the same. I mean, you have to have it all. It's not one thing versus the other. They all tie together to to give you a better you. And again, at the end of the day, you want to be healthier and that's all there is, right? Uh, so, so uh, Amy, any last words of wisdom that you want to leave our audiences with today? Just make a list. What's your priorities? And that's going to put you in the direction of where you want. So make a list of what you want and then your priorities. And do they align? That is going to tell you what you need to do. And like I said before, you are the secret sauce. It's up to you. You're the, you're the reason that you will be successful. It's not a pill. It's not me. I'm going to help you. Absolutely. But it comes down to being that you're the one who wants it. You're the one who wants to do it. You are the secret sauce to make it happen. That's it, folks. Again, <laughs> you know what to do here, right? Well, so so the website, I think, is uh, amykwilson.com. Is that, is that mm -hmm. what the website? Yeah. So again, can't get wrong with that. It's easy. The link will be on the description of the show. So do click there. Do uh, reach out, see, find out, learn. And if you have more, you know, uh, I mean, really, this is no, there's no real time for this. Any time could be a good time. If you're not sure, just find out. Uh, and that's all there is. I mean, I think we all owe it to ourselves to to do good by ourselves. I mean, by the way, another thing about, you know, being good to yourself is also being good to everybody around you. Because if you're not healthy, you're not helping anyone. You're not good at a performance at work. You're not good at a performance at home. You're not good with your kids, with your significant others, with your friends, your family, your parents. It doesn't matter. You just cannot have, you know, your moods are going to be not good. So again, this is all about you and you are really the center of your universe and make sure that you actually do it for you and for the people that you love and and, and that you interact with. And, and by the way, you can be also not good to people that just you meet in the street because if you're not happy and you are angry and you have problems, you're going to react the wrong way to everybody else. So again, you do it right and everything else becomes healthier. You'll be happier overall. And that's all. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for really uh, joining you know me today on this discussion. I had so much fun, and uh, you know it's exciting. You can tell I'm just you know I'm all I'm all like you know yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again. We just like touch the surface. <laughs> oh yeah, well, of course. I mean, it's only we, we were on about an hour and twenty minutes. You know, I mean, this this I mean obviously this is not a, an hour topic. This is an ongoing topic. Yeah. And but but here's the thing, you you guys also can do do follow you know uh, uh amy's work 
on on social media. She's given a lot of great insights and you know nice little. You know, she does different podcasts as well and different shows. So you might get some from this one. You might get some from others. But at the end of the day, it's all for you. It's all really free information right now. This is not you're not paying for this. You can get this to help you and give you ideas and maybe just you know get you even a worse pumped up. You know that's all you have to do. Or if you if it, if you think you're good. You might know someone who needs you or who needs this. And that can be also a difference. So that being said, I'm Hurricane Age. I hope you enjoyed our show today. We'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now.